everyone, and welcome back to an episode of King of the Take. This is the King Take Joke Take segment. We are a three-man booth with Dylan, our Blue Jays, and MLB correspondent, as well as Kyle, of course, in the chair. Boys, here we go. King Take Joke Take. Uh, Kyle, we'll fire you up first. What you got? Um, okay, let's do this thing. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, soccer. I'm mad at the 2030 okay. World Cup. It is going okay. to be across three continents, six countries, including celebration matches in Argentina to jump on a plane, fly these players who've already traveled the world 13 hours up to Madrid. I think it's absolutely stupid. I think it's a waste of everyone's time just to involve more countries. And unless we did some type of like cool world tour where like North America gets it, and then like it like rotates around the globe so each continent gets it or something. There's all of these soccer hubs in Europe and Brazil and all these other places that can just host this magnificent and personally my favorite tournament of when it's on. So I think this is absolutely ludicrous that they're doing this idea. King take. King take. King take and, and, FIFA, and FIFA's a joke. Like yeah, with huge this joke. Fuck. Fuck. Actually, and no interestingly enough, now they're saying that the next World Cup after that will be uh, Asia or Oceanics um, churn to host. And who just immediately put in their eligibility for a uh, Saudi. Saudi Arabia? Yep, saw that. 2034. Like guaranteed. Absolutely just guaranteed. Stupid. No, that's a king take. It's a king take. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Uh, okay, I'll go next. Okay, let's um, do it. I got an NBA one for you here. Masai Ujiri will not be the president of the Toronto Raptors at this time next year. Before I give you my reasoning, let's get, let's get, let's get your reaction just off the headline. He will not be the president this time. So next I'm gonna year. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say joke take because I think he will, but no one's gonna be happy about it. So like. I think it's personally a king take, but I still think gotcha. he's going to be here, so I have gotcha. to say joke. I don't see him being in that chair. And very simple. Very, very simple. You're going to lose all your star players for nothing. 100%. And they They're haven't walk they, they haven't done shit since Kawhi. Yep. You, you, you will have lost everyone from the championship team, with the exception of Kyle, which they somehow got a sign and trade. Shout out Heat for helping us out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for Precious Achua. Honestly, a second round that alone, that in my opinion, is a fireable offense. You can't you can't keep going like this. You're, you're just adding years to the rebuild. No, it's, it's And for a team that has aspirations of championships and bringing in massive revenue, it's bad for both. It's um it's horrible asset management. It's a fumble of the bag every way you look at it. Like I said, I really want I, I agree with you. I want to say King Take, but I, I think Masai and Toronto are too sovereign, so I'm going to go joke. Fair enough. All right, Dill, what you got? What's your first take? Now, listen, I'm just going to preference this right now. I'm going to say the statement, and you both might, and maybe in unison, are going to immediately say joke take. But okay. I, this is, so I listened to your NHL preview about the Eastern Conference, and I disagree with you and Trevor. I disagree with a lot. I wasn't on that show, so hit us. The Toronto Maple Leafs do not make the postseason this year. Oh, that's a joke take. <laughs> I'm sorry, my friend. Because, You've gone too far now. Because, because I just sat through another Blue Jays 
elimination. Oh, the Raptors cursed us with a championship. The blue or the Maple Leafs can't do shit all in the postseason. Other teams in their divisions, respectively, are making big moves that I think are going to give the Leafs a lot of problems. I could yeah. see the Leafs finishing fifth. I I, I have them as low as talent. I have I have them as low as fourth in some of my er, two early rankings, but um and like a lot of those questions surround goaltending. I think they're still going to make the playoffs. So for that, I'm going to say joke. Okay. But um, when you say fourth, you mean like wild card? Correct. Or you mean like fourth in the e- Yes. I have them as on the lowest, I have them first wild card and at the highest I have them winning their um, the Atlantic Division or whatever the hell we're what in. Kind so of, so wait, turn out. No, no, sorry, turn out. Before you jump in this, I, I know. I just got to ask. How do you have – how many different rankings have you done that you have them first wild card or winning the division? It's it's kind of like a, a standard deviation of best worst with – and then I have like – like this would make sense. So I probably do like 20 of them. Okay. Dill, go ahead. <laughs> Tampa finishes higher because they're Tampa. Boston is like the Tampa Rays in the sense that no matter Gosh, who they have on though. their roster, they perform and they're always a problem. Doesn't matter if they lost Krejci. Doesn't matter if they lost Bergeron. Sure. Boston's ahead. Ottawa is a city that is about to explode, I think. And you also and Trevi both agreed that Buffalo is about to explode, which I thought was like a nice shout out to Kyle because it wasn't yeah, on the Yeah, that episode. was nice though. But if treat. Buffalo is going to be a problem this year, that's four teams right there. And I think Florida can finish above the Leafs. So, yeah, there's five teams right there that I think that could finish above Toronto. They're all good teams, but I think you're I think you're underselling them. Yeah, no, I think... They've been consistently a top-three team in the Atlantic for the last, like, four years. And the Leafs years. added they a really good third line, too. Yeah, they didn't get worse. Anyways, okay, fair enough. All right. Can I piggyback off of that? Because I have... I'm very curious, then, what you think. The Ottawa Senators will be the most exciting team in the NHL joke in take. three years. In oh, three okay. years. Uh, joke <laughs> take. In three years. Joke take. My boy still will be. <laughs> okay, take your Buffalo bias out of it. Tell what you got. <laughs> uh, King take, man. I agree. I think I think, I think. think they got, you know, with Brady and Stutzla, and, and I don't know. The team looks like they're having a lot of fun, and they're saying the right things in the offseason. They look like a unit. The city's look, like I said. This this city the city is starving for an NHL team to be successful, and I think they're finally almost there. And if you give them a couple more years, where now they're actually making good moves in the offseason to keep boosting their team, yeah, absolutely. This team's going to be fun to watch. Can in a you few years. can you hit me with your statement again? You said most fun team to watch, right? Most exciting team to watch the NHL in three years. Okay, I'm going to still go with joke take because it's Edmonton. I'm going to take McDavid over Stutzla seven days till Sunday. Yeah, no, it's true. They're, yeah, they're going to be great, and as long as Rysad and McDavid resign, which they're exactly, um, yeah, they're they're that's that's it's, actually a very fair. It's statement. not a bold, it's not a bad take though. It's not a bad take. At no, all. no. If I had said Edmonton will be the top five, top three most exciting teams, that jive better with you? Like they're going to be in that conversation? Yeah, I think Sens are there. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. And I joke, all joking aside, Buffalo is a great team. I think they're going to be really good this year. My boys, turn it around. All right, I may, I may as well throw a hockey one in the middle and just roll hockey. Sure. Go for it. Austin Matthews is overrated and very overpaid. 
I got to let Dill go first on that one. I got to think about this one. I got to think about this one. Well, I'm just emotional. I just told, I just said the words they weren't going to make the postseason. So, I mean, I'm kind of inclined to agree. I know you think that he's going to put up 120 this year, Darnell. Um, I don't know if I agree with that either. No, I don't think he's going to put up 120. In a year, you so and Trev here's the said thing, that though, on the Eastern com- Conference. This is w- exactly why it's in my take news right here. I think he's going to have a great year. I don't think he's going to put up 120. Overpaid, yes, but just because you're in a, you're talking about a league that has salary caps where everybody's overpaid. Um, overrated? I mean, no, because he's a top three forward in the league, man. Maybe top five. So you're you're saying he's a top three or five forward in the league? Top ten? I, I don't know. Am I close? Around. I think he's. I don't think he's overpaid, but I think he's slightly overrated. I think he's hmm. paid. I think. I think the other elite players are underpaid. <laughs> McDavid should be pay, be paid more. McKinnon should be paid more. Those guys are just not making enough. So he is the highest paid player in the league right now. Just tied last yeah, last on. year. Where did he finish in the points race across the league? Top fifteen. Top fifteen. Twenty second. Why is he at 22nd? Okay. So I started doing some math. He had 85 points last year. His rookie season, he had 69. Second year, 63. Then he had 73, 80, 66. It was shortened. 106, his breakout. And then last year, he had 85. You're seeing a plateau effect in him not taking the next jump. He's not a $14.5 million player. So you're saying that the Toronto Maple Leafs are not a team that performs or will perform this year? I think it's going to come from other players because he finished third on the team in points behind Willie and Marner. Yeah, I, I, I have a hard time saying that. This is a Leaf effect. If he's on Minnesota. Yeah, he, yeah he's 110 points. Could be. I agree with you on that. We're on the same page then. Okay. I agree with you. King take. Because you see it, right? Like, you see it. He's he's elite. It's just not. He's an elite goal scorer. Not, all not an together. elite player. We're not talking about Austin scorer. Matthews' defense on Wednesdays. Darnell, no, I can't no, believe no, no, no. last week no. you said he's going to put up 120 points this year. I now never this said week, you're, Yes, you did. You literally said 50 no, goals, 120 points. You and Trev listened to no, it this morning. Dude. I'll listen back that. to it. I didn't say that. that. Was, was it a, that was that's it why King, I had twenty six Yes, it was. Yes, you yep. said you said yeah, Austin Matthews the, was going to break out with that with those points. But totals. I don't always. My King take Joe takes aren't like I agree with all of them. They're just takes. But they're your takes. I don't think he's going to put. A, is this not the whole yeah, point? These are things we're supposed to believe in. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. I don't think he'll put up one hundred twenty points. Oh. I don't. I do not think that. I think there's only a handful of guys in the league who will do it, and he won't do it on the league. I don't think he puts up ninety. I could see 90. I could see 100, but not 120. But I think you're right, Kyle. I think he probably averages 90 in his career. He should be like a $10 million player. I'm not saying he's trash. I think if he's not on the Leafs. He's being paid because he can break a game out at any moment's notice. That's what it is. I can think of 15 other players in the league to do that. Who are not getting paid $14 million. Tage Thompson, down the road, same age, 8 mil. One year, he did it once. So far, you you want you want to pay Austin Matthews off the high, or do you want to pay him off the career average? Fair point. Fair point. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, go ahead, Dill. Keeping with an NHL one, because I have another one. Out of the big four sports, yep. The NHL is the closest. Is the sorry. 
let's reword this. The NHL is the worst of the big four. In what sense? In terms of the closest to being dead as a product. Oh. Oh. Strictly for the reasoning, because let's say I have my son or daughter next to me, and they look up to me and they say, Dad, I want to watch Connor McDavid play Austin Matthews tonight. How do I tell, how do I explain to a child that because of where I live, I cannot watch that game? Oh. <laughs> okay, I didn't even think of that. So you're, you're, so you're oh, attacking blackouts, you're talking TV rights, you're talking growth of the game. Advertising, advertisement, entertainment. I have no quarrels with, with hockey and the rules. Uh, I actually kind of like how it's a little bit, like they brought technology in a little bit, but not really. That's quick on the challenges. Still somewhat a three-hour kind of endeavor, you know. I, I, I go, love three-on-three three OTs. It's very exciting. Here, this is tough. This is a really good question, though. <coughs> this is but an I am question. tired. I am tired of how team. the NHL handles yeah. how love, they advertise would, their I product. I would love to unpack this in a way deeper conversation than King Take, Joke Take, but I'll give you my initial thoughts here. Is baseball's like very accessible? Sometimes you have to go like from, but like from a broadcasting sp- point of view, NBA is probably arguably the best to grow the game right now. But yeah, doing the best. But yeah. the reason why I'm going to say joke take is because I'm looking football right dead in the eyes, and I think I think there's a bigger hindrance for parents saying no to kids playing football, etc. In Canada. Especially. Not in the U.S. No, no, down south. But <laughs> They will play. But if, if we're talking about blackout rights from Ottawa to Toronto, I think this is a, a warranted argument. But he's, you could buy the NHL package, and you will not get all the games. How does that make any sense? It doesn't. How does that make and any sense? And MLB TV is close behind being a stupid package next to what is it NHL Center Ice now? I even I forget NHL Center Ice. Yeah. If if we're talking straight like broadcasting rights, it's probably a king take. Because even so, uh, Colorado, <coughs> half of their home games aren't even on TV. There's no network provider. They're linked up to like Av- Avalanche TV or something like that, and like that's like a, a spin-off app that like not everyone has access to. So the rink could be sold out, but like no one's watching the game if you're not there. I'm gonna say, I agree with I agree with Kyle. I think this is a great take. I'm gonna say joke take because I think it's baseball, because baseball is the most regional of sports. It seems like at least, um, but they're both I think down there in the bottom tier. Yeah, I actually think football is near the top again because in the U.S. it's massive, maybe not as big here. And basketball is in a great position globally right now. It's it's just in a fantastic position. But that's an amazing. That's a good take question, Dill. Um, yeah. Do you have a third one, D? Uh, I do. Uh, it's super quick. I know we're running out of time here. Uh, back to hockey because okay, it's just top of mind for me right now. William Nylander playing center will be a huge success for the Toronto Maple Leafs. King, I like it. King. I, I really like Nylander as a player as a whole. We're all on the same page. We're all on the same page. I think it's going to be really good. All right, that's all I got. I'll save mine. Okay. Uh, Let's go. I have one one final one before I have to run. Um, Send this off, my friend. And this is uh, off the back of the Ryder Cup, which was uh, I thought was phenomenal. Europe dominated. It was watch. uh, Nice to see all the American salty tears on golf Twitter. Um, Best and worst sports fans. 
here's here's what <laughs> here's what pissed me off though with how much attention how much excitement there was the Ryder Cup the weekend before was the Solheim Cup which was the ladies version the LPGA version of USA versus Europe Zero it ended off. in a 14-14 tie it was very very good golf at a very very good course and yet zero zero coverage of it zero anything about it zero excitement the crowds were less people weren't talking about it the regular golf fans you see talking about a golf event weren't there and it pissed me off so I decided to think of an event that needs to replace the Solheim Cup and it's basically a combination of the Ryder Cup and the Presidents Cup because the LPGA doesn't have their version of the Presidents Cup. They don't have Correct. USA versus the world minus Europe. So what I want to see is North and South America team up, Europe and Africa team up, and then against Asia and Oceanic. And you have kind of a th- like a, a giant global kind of Ryder Cup version with all the best players that the LPGA has to offer. This way, Brooke gets in there, Lydia Ko gets in there, Jin Young Ko gets in there. And they just do battle because Europe looks pretty good right now. USA would need help. That's where you bring up Gabby Lopez from Mexico. You bring down Brooke from Canada. And then obviously Japan and Korea are very well set and would probably be the favorites every year. But I just think to help grow the game, the LPGA, to help rival the events that the men have, this is how you proceed with the Ryder Cup format for the Solheim Cup. I really like the idea. Like, obviously, I'm not going to like critique your patchwork and your schedule and everything based on because like right now like the divisions you've drawn like drew with is the current world of the lpga like the states need help now they're going to eventually be good i think this is a king take i um golf's a whole different level but i'm surprised golf wasn't on your worst uh broadcast everything sport he said big four. Just big yes, four. I know, but golf, golf would have <laughs> crushed that. I think this is a king take. I think there should be a lot more attention on the women's game. Um, I don't think people realize how well these women play. I think everyone focuses it. too much on the driving distances and the difference in between tees. Yes, because men hit it farther. Yes, whatever. Who? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sick and tired of hearing it. But, like, Kyle, you know, I know. Darnell, you know, because you try to golf sometimes. <laughs> Kidding. Love you, buddy. Uh what, a driver is only, what, 14, 13 of your shots? And if it's a course management course, you're not even using driver every hole. Yep. 70, 80, 90% of golf is 165 yards in to the pin, chipping and putting, right? Get to your and number. And you're talking about masters of touch? Just give the ladies more. Give them a platform to show off because I guarantee you, you won't regret it. I love that. Yeah, no, King I take. King take. Can't argue that. King take, King take. All right, that's it for us. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode of King Take, Joke Take. We'll catch you all next week. Don't cry too much. We'll be We'll figure it out together.